Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Welcome to episode 172 of our show. Today is Thursday, September 30th, 2021. By my count, this is the this would be considered the last day of September. Finally, kind of kind of an odd month because I remember, you know, several weeks. I've been saying for two, three weeks, my God, the month is flying by. Well, for whatever reason, the past few days, now it feels like it's dragging. In my mind, I've said to myself. It's going to be October. It's going to be October. And now it feels like I'm waiting, waiting, waiting for for October. Sorry, the bubbly water's making me burp. My timing is all off. I've been on the live stream, as, as some of you guys know, for a half hour already. It's been a very fun morning. Now let's get some business out of the way real quick. Uh, let's see. Firstly... uh, This podcast today, we're recording the Chicago Tony V Show. You can find it, of course, on uh, any of your podcatchers, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, etc., etc. Normally, we do an hour-long show. The recording this morning is going to be a half hour long. I'm going to bail at about 7.30. It hurts my heart to say that, but it is what it is. That's what we're dealing with. And uh, let's see, what other business do I have? Oh, so I'm also, I'm heading out of, t- I'm going to be out of town tonight, which means no show tomorrow morning. Hurts my heart. I'm re- I, I, I don't, this is not my choice, but sometimes you got to be an adult and you got to do what you got to do. Now I, who knows, maybe, will I hop on later? Uh, t- uh, Cause I will be back in town tomorrow, later in the day. Will I hop on? Maybe, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past me. Because uh, I like putting my fat face on Reddit every day for some reason. I don't know why. But, um, oh, Amber closed in the house. Oh, good morning, Amber. Amber, yes, I started early today. It's a thing. I started early because I knew I was going to end early. Um, I think that's part of it. It's part of the reason why. Tank is folding laundry. She's Louise. That makes me feel less than I gotta fold some laundry. That's that that is an accurate statement for me nearly every day of my life. The big diesel needs to fold his laundry. Let's see. So that's the business stuff. Is that all the business? Shortened podcast, no show tomorrow morning. I think that's it. Okay. Now if one of you dear friends will remind me as we get to 7:30 because I'll blow right past it knowing me. That's just the way it is. I'll get in the flow. I'll be on to something and off we go. But uh, I wanted to share with you guys just kind of a story that tickles me. That tickles me. Now, you all know I have a lot of podcasting friends. And and uh, for you long timers, for you longtime pepperonis, you will have uh, remembered back in the day, um, Harry from the award-winning Gamers Watch uh, he's a, a British fellow. Um, he he used to be in the live stream religiously day after day, and he would call in from across the pond. I think he did it over... Uh, I can't remember what the app was called, but I, I don't know. It, it was a... 
he, he would move mountains to call into the show. It's really fun. He's a great dude, still a really good friend of mine. He does uh, the Gamers Watch podcast. His his main partner in the podcast is Sean. Now, there some other friends have uh, floated in and out of the uh, show over time. Anyway, so I've known Harry for, Harry for a while. Great dude. And I like listening to the podcast. It, uh, um, it's about... It's an Xbox podcast, technically. Now, I'm not a gamer. I don't even own an Xbox. That's how good the show is. I don't listen to every last episode, but uh, I, I catch it regularly. Anyway, now, I've also said before on the show that uh, because of my uh, 10-year-old audio guy, Lucenzo, he lives in my neighborhood, um, he... Uh, he is proud of his his association with the show, right? So he's told all the neighborhood kids about uh, the Chicago Tony V show, and so I'm I'm I've turned into some sort of neighborhood uh, little living legend. I'm still unsure about how much the parents know. I I'm unsure. I'm unclear. But at any rate, uh. One of the joy, great joys in my life is uh, some of the. Sometimes I get to you know cart around kids from the neighborhood. Like I, I'm like this. Uh, I'm like a. I'm like an extra, whatever, chaperone parent. I don't know what you call it, but like, I'll t- uh, you know sometimes I'll I'll whip around and collect kids and let's go to the Dairy Queen or let's you know someone needs a ride to a baseball game or whatever. So the other day, I got a few neighborhood kids that are um, going up uh, to the local park for uh, baseball practice. They uh, tapped into the big diesel to, can you please ride the kids? Yes, Salty says I'm Uncle Tony. They call me Mr. Tony, but yeah, I'm I'm like an uncle type figure, I think, you know. I'm fun, and I, I enjoy them, they enjoy me. Anyway, so we're riding up to the baseball field. Now, these kids, they know about our show, right? And I guess full disclosure, and this has been the case for a while. So there have been other times where really for Lucenzo's benefit, because it's one of these deals where he would say to his friends, no, really, you know, no, really, you wouldn't believe it. He's he he's like a celebrity, right? So, for a few of the other neighborhood kids, I'd play the show a little bit, right? When we we'd be whatever, going to whatever, a sporting practice or whatever, just to prove to the kids. So they've heard little bits of the show. Well, the other day, I'm taking some kids up to baseball practice, and uh, they. They were getting a little bored, and I just, I don't know why this popped into my head, but it did. I, I thought, I'll play them a podcast, but I just thought, I don't, I'm not going to play them our show. For some reason, I just had this, I thought, I, I'll bet they would enjoy Gamers Watch. Now, I don't know why I thought that. Maybe part of it is, you know, kids these days, they're all, all gamers, the girls and the boys. Everyone's a gamer. But I don't even know if that 
is what it was. I mean, I generally, in my mind, I think of Gamers Watch as this really funny, really fun podcast. Well, I didn't think much of it. I pull up Gamers Watch. I start playing it in the car. Now, what's just so interesting is in reality, and Harry, I'm sure would, Harry and Sean would fess up to this instantly. Gamers Watch is a filthy, filthy show. (laughs) I mean, talk about explicit. But I, for some reason, in my mind, I totally forgot that. I don't know why. I don't think of it as this totally crass, every other word is F-bomb and all this stuff. Maybe because of the uh, British accents. I don't know what it is, but I'm playing Gamers Watch. I have forgotten that it's a filthy, filthy show. And I have, let's see, average age in my car amongst the three kids, I'm going to say nine years old. And what happened was so fascinating. These kids were laughing hysterically at Gamer's Watch. Just the regular banter. They hadn't gotten filthy yet. And I still didn't remember that that's what was coming. They were laughing. They were so engaged with this show. It was like, I, 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 it was totally unexpected. It was lovely. Just the, the barrel laughs of these kids listening to Harry and Sean go. And, uh, then, and Harry, anyone who hasn't listened to that show, you must Harry is a silver-tongued devil. He's a master, but he uses profanity. That's part of the thing, and he does it better than, I mean, almost anyone. Well, then on the show that I'm playing for these neighborhood kids, Harry starts dropping F-bombs, you know, and and other choice words. Thank Christ, some of them are like British, uh, uh, you know, slang that... No American really knows what they mean, thank God. But an F-bomb is an F-bomb, right? Well, and so this happened. It was like a car crash. It's like it happened and I couldn't I couldn't stop it because it just came out of nowhere. Well, these kids, the chorus of laughter and response when Harry started dropping F-bombs, It was like a symphony to my ears. These kids were laughing so hard they could hardly breathe. And it was so fascinating because on the show, and one of the things that's so lovely about that podcast is, you know, like they will get to laughing at each other and themselves. And especially Sean, he's like, he's like Stan Laurel. When he gets to, to laughing, he sounds sounds like Stan Laurel from uh, Laurel and Hardy. So on the show, you have Harry and Sean laughing hysterically, and they can al- almost can't breathe. I've got the ten year olds in my car doing the exact same thing, tears rolling down their faces, and I had that moment where it's like I'm gonna shut it off because of the, you know, Harry just said five swear words in two sentences I was about to shut it off 
but the sound was such a symphony of joy. I couldn't do it. I let it keep going. <laughs> this is, I, I don't know what to make of that. I just let it keep going. And I played Gamer's Watch the entire way to baseball practice. And these kids loved it just insanely. Loved it. And what's funny is since... Now, this is a huge mistake. This is going to have to get back to their parents. It's going to have to. One of these kids is going to tell their parents about Gamer's Watch. They know the name, Gamer's Watch. And what's funny is, so before this, it used to be Mr. Tony is, you know, some sort of, in their minds, I'm some sort of like godlike internet celebrity, right? Uh, which obviously I'm not. But in their minds. But then after that day, now the thing is, he knows the gamers watch guys. That's now why they're so impressed. They're all hoping maybe we'll get to meet the gamers watch dudes through Mr. Tony. I just think that's so hilarious. And uh, I wanted to tell that story. I'm excited for Harry and Sean to listen to this. I don't know what it says that... A, a, a group of 10-year-olds, 9-year-olds, whatever they are, resonated so well with their, with their show. And then as they're dropping profanity, they resonated even more. <laughs> I don't know. It's fascinating. But I, I think that show is so funny. I almost have gotten uh, to think recently, like... I almost, I wonder if they're backing themselves into a corner a little bit. Like, is it, is it too, uh, is it too much of a niche that it's gaming? It has to be. I guarantee it's the funniest gaming podcast there is. Has to be. Has to be. But I'm going to say it's one of the funniest podcasts in general. Is, are they backing themselves in the corner by being niched into this gaming thing? I don't know. But it's just a beautiful, glorious thing. Gamers watch podcast. If you if if you're at all a podcast listener, check it out. Subscribe to it. Two thumbs up. Now I'll tell you, it might take just a little bit. You you might have to spend a little time for it to grow on you. But I guarantee, I guarantee, you'll get there. You'll be all in. It's it's uh, it's insane. It's insane. And on their latest their latest episode, which uh, I just listened to yesterday, um, you will see. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, uh, talk specifics, but Harry, you will see Harry's brilliance, <laughs> and also uh, the why Harry is probably one of the most tortured souls ever. He's like me, okay? But on steroids, I'm convinced Harry goes through life just um, thinking, oh, why did I say that? You know? That's kind of the way I am, but you gotta listen to the latest Gamers Watch to... 
you'll pick it out. He said something in the latest Gamers Watch that is, it was just dumbfoundingly, it was hilarious, but it's like, I can't believe he just said that. As a matter of fact, Harry said, I can't believe I just said that. Anyway, Gamers Watch, my hat's off to Harry and Sean. It's lovely. I can't wait for them to hear this episode. Um, again, shortened show. I'm always digging into the mailbag, uh, so I'd better do at least some, especially because I'm missing tomorrow. Maybe I'll have to do an extra episode that's just mailbag to help catch up. As everyone knows, we love uh, reading your letters. Keep sending them to Chicago Tony V like vegetable at gmail.com. And I'll read them on the show if they're uh, if they pass the filters. I'm uh, my money pennies read these things and then they I get a bundle every morning. So let's get in. Let's jump in. Okay, first letter. Hey Tony, do you think you will ever be married? Like in your heart of hearts, do you think it's a possibility? Why or why not? This is from Samantha T. Um, uh, do I think? I'll ever be married. Oh, well, is it a possibility? Oh, of course. Of course. And I think the reason I say it's a possibility is like I'm a I'm a lover, not a fighter, right? I'm a romantic and uh I'm a family person. So I think uh I have maybe some of the raw ingredients for that to uh to happen. Now, um, oddly enough, what I don't have is a lady, (laughs) which is a pretty important part of that equation, right? So when I look at it that way, it's like, oh shit, maybe not. No one's knocking on my door, if you know what I mean. Um, That's not entirely true, but uh, uh, you know, I have uh, neighbor ladies trying to set me up with their friends from time to time, which is flattering, you know. So, uh, yeah, Samantha, yes, I would say it's a possibility. It's a possibility. However, I will say I'm at an age now where um, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to burn a bunch of time on something that doesn't feel right. You know, it's got to just feel it's got to feel natural and right and whatever. Then I'm all in. But if it seems like something I've got to really, um, uh, really work at, I'm probably out. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Okay, next letter. Let's see, we're at 718. Dear Tony, is it me or did Robo Kitty mention in today's show, meaning yesterday's show, a New York power outage where everyone was incredibly nice to each other during the crisis. How counterintuitive is that? What if we are prepping and worrying all for nothing and people will just find a way to get along and help each other through any future mess? This is from Ed from Wilmar, Minnesota. Um... I, I believe this has to be the first time Robo Kitty ever made it into a, a mailbag letter. She is rising in in uh, infamy. It's amazing. Have we ever had another pepperoni in a letter? Surely Georgie has been mentioned in a letter. 
As a matter of fact, I remember at least we had one a letter asking how's Georgie doing, where she been, and all that stuff. Anyway, yes, good catch. I believe Robo Kitty did mention this yesterday. Something about she had to walk a, a, a great distance through bad neighborhoods, but people it ended up people were very nice and supportive. I do think that's hopeful. I'm still going to prepare as if I'm surrounded by zombies. <laughs> Tank says, yes, Georgie has made it into a letter. Never me, says Tank. Thank God. That would be an interesting letter. I wonder if that would get filtered. You know, I, I, sometimes the money pennies are phoning it in. I can tell. Sometimes something slips through their filter where it's like, ah, this probably shouldn't have made it onto the show. All right, next letter. Dear Tony, if you lost everything and had to start over, what would be your plan to make it back to financial wealth that you're happy with? Looking for any and all good ideas. This is from Mitchell G. Um... Oh, someone mentioned Amber in a letter, too? That's fascinating. Texas or guns, maybe, in reference to, she says. <laughs> oh, my God, that's funny. Okay, if I lost everything and had to start over, what would be my plan? Back to financial wealth. Well, I mean, uh, here's, here's a thought. I don't know that I would strive to be wealthy. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I'm just not a money-driven person, you know, so would I do it all over again? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I guess I guess if I did have to do it all over, um, God, I don't know. I'm, I'm so old. But I probably, I mean, what do I know how to do is... Uh, start up a business of some sort, provide some sort of service. And uh, and I go for it. Tank left his music homework up here. What, what, oh, today's music homework. Strawberry alarm clock, incense and peppermints. Why did I, why did I not that, know that was from strawberry alarm clock? I mean, I can hear the tune very clearly in my mind. I never could have come up with that... Uh, band name that's fascinating yes and amber points out and tank i'm betting that this might make you interested enough to do the discord tank does have a section in our discord tanks music homework is listed in our discord area uh someone probably amber posted uh two days ago posted that uh it's the 80s band i'd never heard of the ladies, was it an all-girl band, was it? Before the Go-Go's. You guys remember the Go-Go's? Anyway, Mitchell, if I had to do it all over again, I'm not so sure I would strive to uh, become wealthy. I don't know. That would take a lot of work, um, and I'm old. The Runaways is what it was. Yeah, yeah, the Runaways. Okay, next letter. Dear Tony... Who do you think is the most prolific and or important musical act of the last century? I know that's a pretty broad question, but I'm just curious 
where you'll go with this. Thank you. This is from Mib. <laughs> Mib. M-I-B. Men in Black. Mib. My gosh. That sounds like some sort of Yiddish word, huh? Mib. Yeah, some other good girl bands, Tank. Joan Jett, Lita Ford. Oh, wait. Joan Jett and Lita Ford were in The Runaways? Is that what you're saying? Good God, that was a girl band to contend with then. Um, I guess speaking of musical acts, okay, what was the most important and or uh, prolific? Well, so... Let's see, last century, last century, 20. Was Gershwin, does he fit in the last century? I, I'm, I'm unclear. I would say George and I were Gershwin have to be maybe the most important in reality. Um, now, I'm going to put, uh, there, there will be fans against this, but I'm going to put the Beatles in there too. How, but with a caveat. I like the Beatles. I think I think they've got a pretty, uh, pretty interesting, um, you know, body of work. But I think part of it, part of what made the Beatles the Beatles, there there was clearly this uh, this push behind the very power from very powerful forces, kind of pushing the Beatles onto the scene. I think part of what made the Beatles the Beatles is actually the technology. Um, believe it or not, things like stereo sound was it was coming at a time, and the Beatles were one of the earliest bands that uh, really leveraged some of those new technologies, and uh, and it had like a mesmerizing effect. And uh, I think I think technically that. That technology actually came out of the Tavistock Institute over across the pond, um, which is essentially sort of kind of like, what would it be akin to here? I don't know, but uh, very powerful uh, forces creating things like stereo sound. Uh, Robo has a good one. Buddy Holly was very important. Yeah, I totally agree. I still kind of say George and I were Gershwin. I think that might be as good as it gets. Uh, let's see what else we have here. 726. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, dear Tony, maybe you can help. I'm the sole female in a household with three boys and one husband, all of whom seem at various times to be within an inch of killing each other. <laughs> the boys especially are scaring me with the level of rough and tumble shenanigans they seemingly can't live without. Last week, my oldest, a 10-year-old, cold-cocked my youngest, a 6-year-old, when he thought I wasn't looking. A coffee table corner and eight stitches later, they both seem to have forgotten the whole incident. This sort of thing happens all the time in my household. I'm increasingly mortified for their future. What on earth will happen when they have gained enough strength to really hurt each other? Any thoughts on how I can tame the caveman gene running rampant around me? 
Uh, this is from Jenny from Syracuse, New York. <laughs> Amber says, it sounds like my boys. Uh, I've talked about this before. So I have two brothers. So I grew up in a household with three boys, very much like you, Jenny. Now, I don't think that we were like particularly overly rough and tumble. Uh, however, I mean, in reality, like our, our normal day to day, I can remember like playing essentially football with my brothers inside the house, you know, on a very regular basis. Like, so Lord knows what we were really doing to the infrastructure of the house and to each other. I can't remember that we really hurt each other all that much, but, but Jenny, um, I'm going to say, um, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. They'll find their way. They're, uh, probably not going to kill each other. I mean, I guess maybe technically, maybe they will probably not, but I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. They're going to be who they are. Just sit back and enjoy it. I mean, if they're this way, maybe it means that uh, they're going to be tough uh, people and no one's going to, they're not going to take any shit from anybody, Jenny, which is not bad. Amber says that's their love language. Maybe. Maybe. Getting back to the music thing real quick. Tank says, think about how controversial Elvis was back then and how tame he would be seen today in today's music. Yes, absolutely. Oh my God. I mean, hell, some of the things that Miley Cyrus has done on stage, a thousand times worse than anything Elvis Presley ever did. Stunning. Interesting to think about. Tank says, I gave my brother a concussion, then walked my cousin home with a busted wrist after playing football. <laughs> Rough is better than dainty. That's a quote of the day, Tank. Jenny, I just wouldn't worry about your boys. They're going to be fine. Boys like to rough house. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, Let's see. I'm going to fit one more in. Uh, hey, and it's a short one. Hey, Tony, if you were on death row, what would your last meal be? Uh, this is from Jackie K. I've had this question before. And I believe... I believe my answer was, uh, it was actually, it had to do with how am I being executed? If it's by lethal injection, then uh, I would just stuff my face totally. The, la the final meal would be just the biggest, most audacious thing. If I were being electrocuted, I think I would go much lighter. Um... I don't know. Would it be maybe uh, some sort of Italian beef from Portillo's? Probably. Yeah, 7.30, Amber. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for not letting me go over. I appreciate it. It's a shortened show today. And as I said, no show tomorrow morning. I'm going to be out of town. Uh, I will be back uh, like mid to late day tomorrow. I've I'm going to be so behind on the mailbag again. So I might do, I might get on and just do a, do a one-off. Um, as always, it's an absolute pleasure to hang out with you guys. <laughs> if Tank is getting electrocuted, they're cleaning up after me, he says. Huge meal. 
<laughs> oh my god. That's one way to look at it. I, I respect that, actually. That's funny. Uh, listen, as always, it's an absolute joy to hang out with you guys. Um, you know, it, it, you know, if you want to do something nice for the show, just for the heck of it, I hear that uh, getting on one of these podcatcher things, iTunes, whatever, and uh, like writing a review helps spread the word about it. If you enjoy what you're listening to, go ahead, write a review. It would be lovely. Um, yeah, I will let you guys know if uh, if I hop on Reddit tomorrow. I'll put the word out every way I can. And, uh, and okay, so Tank has the Discord. Good, good. Oh, you're saying Amber, send me the Discord gimmick. I believe it's, I emailed it to you, Tank, a while back. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, listen, I love you guys. I like you guys. You're good people. Thank you for being a part of my life. It means a lot to me. And uh, I will see you, uh, you know, I'll see you soon. I mean, worst, absolute worst case, Monday morning. But let's face it, probably before then. Um, have a great day. Have a great morning. Tomorrow morning, I'll miss you guys. And uh, until we meet again, I just want to remind you, don't take any shit from anybody, okay? All right, be good. Bye-bye. <laughs>